Hey everyone, this is Jake Walker, and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. Come on, so good. I'm so excited for today's episode because I sit down with my beautiful bride, Noelle Walker, and we talk about the importance of the church, the importance of going to church, to gathering uh, with Uh, other people to worship God and to know him. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you to hear from Noelle. She's just so full of wisdom and the spirit of God and just so proud of her. Love her so much. So let's just jump right into this episode. Everybody, welcome to episode 10 of Living for the Day. We're doing this thing. We are, yeah, I am doing this <laughs> podcast and we made it to episode 10. Thanks for being along the journey. I'm so excited for this episode because I have my beautiful bride, Noelle <laughs> Walker, with me Uh to share with us today. I'm just so excited for what she brings and what she's going to bring today. Noelle, say hi to everybody. Hi, everyone. (laughs) So excited. This is so fun. (laughs) So fun. All right. Um, Well, in Living for the Day, we're in a series just talking about different themes and topics that help us and strengthen us to live for the day when Jesus returns, to live for the day when we see him face to face. So excited about that day. And so we've talked about all kinds of things like prayer and the Bible and integrity and friends, all these things that help us live for the day. Today, I'm so excited, Noel. We are talking about going to church. Yes. Yeah, we're talking about the importance of church, the gathering together of the believers, the importance of going and being a part of the church. So, yeah, Noel, just really quick. Yeah. Why do you love the church? Why do you Ugh. why do you why do you have a heart to um be on the podcast today and share something that you Yeah, why do you love the church? Yeah. Man, Jesus just has so used the church to transform my life and I just have feel like so much of my story of coming to know him and love him and follow him is through the local church. Wow. And um, yeah, I've just loved being a part of the church um, ever since I first joined. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your story, Noel. Talk, tell us a little bit about your history with the church and yeah, why it's important to you. Yeah. So growing up, I would say I definitely had church exposure or, you know, attended church here and there. Um, my family put me in a cherub choir. Cherub choir? Yes, at a church. (laughs) Um, and so my family would go to church to, um, see those performances kind of like Christmas, Easter and stuff. So, um, I had some, um, encounters with the church through that. Um, my family also, has some different uh, backgrounds in the church. And so I felt like I 
went to a lot of different churches actually growing up, but I never really settled on one as like my home church. Um, and I still had questions about who God was and who Jesus was and why we were going to church. Um, but then in eighth grade, a friend invited me to camp um, and we went up to Forest Home and it was amazing. And it was there that I felt like that question of who Jesus was, was answered. And I was able to give my life to Jesus at camp. Wow. And uh, with that church that I went with, that local church, um, uh, after camp, I was able to dive into that local church. I was able to continue to learn who Jesus was, how to follow him, be discipled in that church. And one thing that I just loved was just God's timing of, right, you know, after camp, I really did have some really hard things happen in my life. Mm. And God so used the local church as a sanctuary. I love that church buildings are called sanctuaries. That's so good. Um, because that's was so, and so is my experience with the local church. It was a wow. sanctuary to me. Um, and so I just loved church in high school. I loved it. And I was a high schooler who still wanted to sleep in. And so, you know, on Sunday mornings. And so I was like, how do I just keep getting to church? And so I ended up joining like our youth group internship and decided to serve the local church uh, as a way to be like, I'm coming every week. Like this is, this is what I do. This is who I am. Um, and so that, yeah, that's really my history with the church. And uh, I would really say after that forest home camp, um, God just so used the church in my life and hasn't stopped <laughs> using the church in my life. That was inspiring. You're good at this. Babe. <laughs> you need to come on the podcast more often. I should get fired and no. let's just have Noel talk. So good. Um, it sounds Funny. to me like you're saying God used the local church to save you. Yeah. To, to, to save your soul. Totally. You know, to to um, come to know him. Yeah. It's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I love about the church is it, you know, puts us with other believers. It puts us with mentors. It, um, and that was just so my story. I got plugged into a small group when I was in ninth grade and just was so mentored, so discipled by my small group leader, Sarah, who's amazing. Um, and yeah, so I, I think I definitely you know, encountered God at camp, but I stayed connected through the local church. Whoa. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Noel, we're in, on this podcast all about eternity in heaven and about living every day of our lives in light of the day when we step in the, into the fullness of God's presence and when this temporary life is done. And so what comes to your mind, Noel, when I ask you the question, how does going to church, being a part of the local church, encourage and equip us to live for the day, live in light of eternity? How does it change our lives? How does it help us be ready for that day yeah. when we stand before Jesus face to face? Yeah, man, there's so much that comes to mind, but uh, I really have just kept going back to 1 Corinthians 12, where Paul talks about the church in the context of being a body where Christ is the head and each of us are a body part, um, making the collective body of the church. And so I've just been thinking, man, 
the church so helps me live for the day because it gives me so much purpose to be wow. who God has made me to be, who he's designed me to be and yeah. who he's called me to serve. And um, yeah, just kind of thinking like in my own story, I what really helped me continue to go to church and not just go, but like be the church in high school was making that decision to serve wow. because I was like, oh man, if I'm not there, you know, my jobs at church were uh, ushering and collecting the tithes and putting the Bibles under the chairs every week. And I just felt a sense of purpose and ownership and drive, like this matters, you know, even just those small things, it matters that I'm there to serve in that way. And that just so reflects what Paul's talking about in first Corinthians 12 of each of us having a contribution to the church. And so my contribution matters to you as a church member and your contribution matters to me. Amen. Preach. And so I think that helps us live for the day in the sense, like, I think we just are, when we are living and serving in the context of the local church, we're being who God has made us to be. And he's shaping us to be ready for the day um, by, yeah, shaping us into who, who he's designed us to be. That's so good. Yeah. So I think, I think it definitely helps us live for the day by just being the body, being attached to Christ, the head. And the other thing that came to mind is you know, in the context of the day, when it talks about Jesus returning, it says that he's returning for his bride and his bride is the church. Mm. Um, and so there's something cool about Jesus coming back for us collectively yeah. as the church. Amen. And so I think the more we are the church and unified and serving one another and being the church, I just sense that there's something that delights Jesus's heart when we're doing that. That's so good. Because he's going to come and get us as the church. Yeah. Wow. I'm hearing you say that serving in the context of a local church and being a part of the local church gives us rightfully, because it's biblical, a sense of purpose, yeah. a sense of meaning. And when we have that, that purpose, that meaning in our hearts and in our minds, um, you know, connected to what really matters and ultimately matters, which is God, yeah, which is eternity. It strengthens us and equips us yeah. to live righteously and to live in unity and live in a way that pleases the Lord totally. and will matter for the day. Yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah, builds us, it edifies us, it strengthens us. And yeah, I just feel like in that context of being and serving and, yeah, being and serving the local church, I'm looking more and more like what I'll look like when Jesus comes back for me. Boom. Mic drop. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so good at this, Noel. Uh, Um, You know, some other things, Noel, maybe you can comment, you know, that come to my mind when it comes to living for the day and the importance of the church is um, it keeps us connected to the teaching of God's word. Yeah. Um, there's so much deception out there. There's so much confusion out there. We need um, the truth of God's word and going to the local church 
week in and week out, we hear the truth of God's word. Yeah. And I think that keeps us focused. Yeah. It's so fun too, to be a student of the word with other people. Yeah. And yeah, every week I get to go, you know, I'm a big note taker at church because that's just how I process. But it's so fun to like collectively be a student of the word together and uh, having our lives shaped by what we're learning. And it's even fun, you know, with you or with our friends that hear the same message to talk about how that's applying in our lives each week um, and how we're, yeah, building our lives on that truth that we just learned. So good. I also think about how it's just such a source of encouragement because we're together. Mm -hmm. We know, you know, but, you know, maybe somebody doesn't know, but we're just so called to not do following Jesus alone. I mean, I just think of how Jesus sent the disciples out to do ministry, you know, two by two. And that's just like one example, but God made us to do this together. And yeah, gosh, I know that I experienced it. And I think that everybody experiences it. When we come together, we build each other's faith. Yeah. Right? And guess what? We need faith to live for the day. Yeah. Because the day right now is invisible, but faith is spiritual eyesight that yeah. helps us see the invisible. And so I just think, when we go to church, we see each other's faith and it encourages us and it builds us up and it strengthens us. Mm. And that's so important. And I think the final thing I would say is worship. You know, the primary, I think I would say the primary reason the church exists is to worship God, Mm. (laughs) you know? Yeah. And we do that in a very intentional way through the singing. Um, But, you know, all the things that we do at church is a, are a form of worship. And so when I come together in the local assembly in that sanctuary, as you so beautifully said, we turn our attention together towards God in worship and it gets all of our eyes on what really matters, which is God Yeah, and helps us remember that he's the most important being in the universe and my relationship with him, uh, you know, is the most important thing and it helps us to live for the day. So I don't know anything you would add to some of those things. Yeah. And I think that factor of worshiping together, I know when I'm really leaned into worship, when I've set aside distractions and I'm, yeah, just leaned into worshiping with my church family, there's this sense of like, oh, this feels familiar in the sense of like, oh man, this is what heaven's going to be like. Like I just sense like, oh, I'm getting a real taste of heaven here when I'm worshiping with my church family. And so that so helps me live for the day of like, yeah, being like, oh, this is a taste of what's to come. That's so good. I love that so much. Noelle, what would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence regarding maybe giving the local church a chance for the first time or someone who, you know, hasn't been attending or, or being a part of the local church. Uh, what would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence? Yeah. Oh man. I just think there's so much richness and goodness and beauty in the local church um, that it's just so worth it <laughs> to set aside that time. Again, I was a high schooler, a high schooler once who was 
struggling to wake up, you know, to go to church. And it just was so worth it every time. It's so good. And so I would just say, um, whatever, identify what are the hurdles to getting to church. Is it, is it the time? Is it you had an experience that you need to process? Is it, you know, you don't know where to go. Um, whatever it is, identify what the hurdle is and pray into that. And I just so believe God can clear those hurdles so that you can step into the beauty of the local church. Um, and I would also just say, um, you know, like a lot of things with people, um, it takes time and that's okay. So if you step into a church and it's your first time and you still have questions or it wasn't what you thought it was, continue to give it a chance. That's good. You know, um, that uh, because it's people oriented, you know, relationships take time and that's okay. Um, So just go into it with giving it um, more than one shot. (laughs) Wow. So much wisdom coming from you, uh, Noel. I just appreciate your time so much. You know, one other thing, um, came to my mind was a story in First Samuel where David mm-hmm. goes goes uh, to the house of God, get, goes to some priests, and uh, he receives some of the bread of the presence, and he also mm-hmm. receives Goliath's sword in the house of God. And I I heard you know a preacher say that's kind of an analogy for what we get at church. Whoa. We get bread for the journey, and we get a sword for the battle. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) And so I guess I would just also want to encourage anybody out there, if you feel like you need bread for the journey Mm. um, and you need a sword for the battle, then I would encourage you, go to church. (laughs) Yeah. And don't just attend, but like Noel is saying, like serve, be a part, get to know people, let other people know you. And um, I just want to encourage you in that. Yeah. Kind of on that lane. And that's so good. Bread for the journey and sword for the battle. That's so, so spot on. But yeah, kind of in that lane of giving it a chance. I would also, yeah, just ask, where can you get plugged in? Where can you serve? Where can you intentionally build community? I think it can be really easy to do church in a way that you just slip in and slip out without connecting. And I just feel like, man, back to that uh, first, uh, yeah, first Corinthians passage, we're missing you in the body, you know? That's Um, so good. If, if you're just slipping in and slipping out. Um, So just ask where, yeah, where can I plug in? Where can I serve? Um, Just will be so instrumental and so helpful in you feeling part of that church. So much wisdom, so good. It just makes me think of that. One other passage I wanted to mention, which is Hebrews, um, I believe it's 10, 23 through 25. Therefore, Mm -hmm. let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promises faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And it says this, not giving up meeting together as Mm -hmm. some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So I would argue that for followers of Christ, it's a direct command, yeah. you know, uh, from the scriptures, from the Holy Spirit to not neglect meeting together, but actually gathering together. Yeah. So 
let's go for it. Let's obey that yeah. call from the Holy Spirit and yeah. gather with the local assembly. Yeah. And though our relationship with Jesus is absolutely personal and intimate, um, I think we step into a dangerous spot when we think we can do it completely by ourselves. Um, so I think part of that Hebrews passage is acknowledging we need to do it in community. Like God wants us to gather because it's good for us, you know, too. So um, I think it's important to not, to yes, have a personal, intimate, individual relationship with God, but to not um, do it alone. So good. As we get ready to wrap up, Noel, I think you've kind of already done it, but I always like to have a call to action mm-hmm. on living for the day. And would that be your call to action? The idea of not just attending and slipping in and out, but actually like plugging in to a church or what, yeah. what would you say you would want to do as far as a call to action today regarding yeah. going to church? Yeah. I think if you're listening to this and you feel resistance to going or you feel hesitation or you feel confusion, I think the first call to action, if you're feeling those things would be to Id- clearly identify what's what's the hurdle that's getting in the way and talk about that with another believer. Um, and then I would say second and just as important is just go give it a shot, you know, and intentionally say I'm coming 10 minutes early, you know, and I'm staying 10 minutes late. Um, even just that little 10 minutes, you know, before and after to actually connect. Um, and so, uh, and just saying too, um, you know, asking around where, what, what are some churches that I can start, you know, going to. So just starting to make a plan, but I would say definitely, um, yeah, start to do church in a way that you're not just slipping in and down, um, and you're diving in completely. (laughs) That's so good. And I just believe, you know, like, you know, usually, I I don't know if I should say usually, but at least in my life, usually God's worked kind of over the long haul in my life and like, you know, my sanctification has been a process, but there've also just been moments, Mm. right? Just like, I like to say, you know, the Greek, there's Kronos time and there's Kairos time. And like, there was, there have been Kairos just like in the moment moments where God has just like shifted things for me. Mm. And I, and one of those main times for me, Noel, it sounds like for you too, was in the context of a worship service in yeah church where i remember i think i was young i was probably i don't know like 11 or something like that and all of a sudden i just realized wow all the things that we're singing are true Mm. and i just fell in love with god in a fresh way in this moment and i just believe that um, god can meet you in any way but i think they're gonna be (laughs) there's a lot more opportunity i guess and likelihood that god's gonna meet you with one of those Kairos moments, yeah. you know, those kind of paradigm shifting moments in the context of worship and the context of the local church. So I just wanted to share that story yeah. really quick. Oh, that's so, so good. And, you know, as people who are a part of the local church and, you know, being youth pastors together, I feel like we get to witness that in our students Yeah, so often too. And it's so powerful and so special. And, yeah, thinking back to my own moments of um, God encountering me in the local church through worship, through somebody speaking 
truth over me, right? When I need it, there's some words spoken over me, you know, at church that means so much to me in my following of Jesus. So I think you're so right that yes, God, you know, encounters us, you know, every day of the week. Uh, and there's something so set apart about gathering intentionally as a church that he loves to encounter us in too. Amen. Noel, I'd love for you to say a prayer for the person listening to this yeah. podcast, uh, just regarding church and living for the day. Uh, so would you just say a prayer for um, whoever is listening to this podcast right now? Who knows? It could be when, who knows when they'll be listening to this. <laughs> um, but I just believe that prayer is powerful yeah. and God can do what he wants. So would you just pray for, yeah. for somebody listening to this? Totally. Yeah, Jesus, we just thank you um, for your gift of the local church, God. We thank you for the gift that it is to be your body that you're the head of, Lord. And God, I pray for this listener right now. I pray that you would just uh, reveal the beauty and goodness of um, your church, God. I pray that you would help us, Lord, to um, just dive in completely into this good gift that you've given us. And so, Lord, would you give uh, our listeners just, um, yeah, just wisdom and help and courage to take the next step in being the church, whether that's um, walking into the doors of a church, maybe for the first time, or maybe a place that they've been going, that they um, dive into serving in some capacity. I pray that uh, as they take those steps of faith, God, that they would experience you in this moment um, and that they would just uh, feel strengthened and built up for the day that you come back for your church. I pray that you would just show us what you see, God, when you see your bride, when you see the church. Would you help our eyes to see that and behold that and see the beauty in that too, Lord? And so, God, we just are grateful for you. We great, we're grateful that you're coming back for your bride, God, and help us live as a church for the day god we love you it's in your name we pray amen amen love you <laughs> love you <laughs> <laughs> um hey everybody thanks so much for listening to this uh we're so thankful for you and uh we'll see you next time thanks so much noel for being on the show yeah. thanks for having me <laughs> all right all right hey everybody Thanks so much for listening in. Wasn't it awesome to hear from Noelle? I just want to say, you know, she lives out everything that she talked about in this episode. And she just ferociously serves and loves the local church. And so I just feel so thankful for her. I feel so thankful to be married to her. And uh, that was fun doing a podcast with her. Hopefully we'll do it again soon. Well, I want to not leave you without a nugget about heaven and eternity. So here it is. We will not become angels. We will not become angels. I guess sometimes people think that we'll become angels, but we won't. We'll still be human beings. Did you know only human beings were created in the image of God? And there are similarities between angels and human beings. There are also differences, one of them being that only human beings were made in the image of God. 
Another thing that's interesting is currently we are kind of in a lower uh, position than angels, but the scriptures show that one day for followers of Christ who are with him in heaven, we'll actually judge the angels. Whoa, don't even fully know what that means, but uh, thought I'd clear that up, that we will not become angels uh, on the day, but uh, we will still be human beings in the image of God. So that's the nugget. You know, I, I there's so much to say about heaven. Uh, so I hope you're looking forward to more nuggets along the way. Most of all, I hope that you're encouraged and equipped to live for the day when Jesus returns. It's so important to be part of a local church. It's also, you know, a command from Jesus to gather with the believers. So let's make sure we're obeying that. Love y'all. See you next time.